twohomos.com. It's not a porn site. We just like the name. So I got my jury duty notice a couple of weeks ago. It was actually about a month ago, but then I rescheduled. I think you rescheduled a lot of times on them because they gave you a threat. If you don't show up, you're fucked. No, it was actually, I, I rescheduled one time and they actually threatened me they, in the message. And this was a recorded message threatening me, which makes it even worse. The recorded message said, uh, you have to choose a date, a set of dates when you are absolutely certain that you can make it and not have to reschedule. So I'm getting ready to put in my dates. Please make sure that the dates you're choosing are final, that you will not have to change them in the future. So I, you know, I pulled my finger back and I'm about to press the buttons on the phone again. These dates cannot be changed. So once you make your selections, and now this thing has threatened me three times, before I could finally get the uh, numbers I'd hang up. Fuck that. I'd hang up. Well, not only was I threatened, but now I was scared. Oh. Anyway, I had to take care of it because I had opened the notice and I had, you know, already punched my number in. What they do is they have you punch your jury ID number in first thing that you do so they know exactly who you are you got disconnected oops yeah Cell well, phone. actually that happened because now last week was the date that i had my jury duty rescheduled for and you have to call in every night before the next day to see if they need you to come in and one day i was just screwing up the numbers and screwing up the numbers and i, I couldn't do it and i just hung up and all of a sudden the phone rings and it's them calling me back so they actually had my phone number at that point too yeah it's it's the same sort of thing that they have if you dial 911 it address name of the person so so the police can show up and arrest you yeah so i i actually didn't have to show up last week which was great but i was sweating it every night well you know i've i've done jury duty and and when i was younger i used to love it because my company would pay full days pay just to go to jury duty and when i was living out in simi valley for the longest time period every year they would call me but every time that they've called me no matter what I could never get on a jury because my dad was a police officer, you know, and then I have a best friend who's an attorney. So they don't want to have, you know, a cop's kid, anybody that knows anything about law. So if you have any friends that are attorneys, because they start asking you all these questions, you know, are you a top? Are you a bottom? Do you like to be spanked and have your hair pulled and called bitch? You know, things like that. I mean, just insane, stupid things just to figure out who you are. And then if this case would, would work for you. And I've always just said, you know, hey, my dad's a police officer, this sort of thing. And I always get kicked off, except for two times they accepted me. And I have no idea why. Well, if maybe if I, they already had enough no's and they couldn't say no anymore, the defense attorney. I, I don't know. Well, if I knew jury duty was going to be that much fun and they were going to ask me all those exciting questions, I might have changed my mind about it. But I have to tell you, I was Show ready. Show up in bondage attire. All right, exactly. I have to tell you, though, I was, I was really ready because I had it planned out all the things I was going to bring. I don't know how I was actually going to get to the courthouse with all these things, but here's what I would have had to bring. I was going to bring my work laptop. I was going to have to bring my cell phone. I was going to have to bring the DS Lite. I was going to have to bring a big book to read, a couple of magazines, my MP3 player, and the portable DVD player. Because I'm not going to sit there for eight hours being bored. I was going to have to bum rush the jury room and knock everyone out of the way so I could get a wall with an outlet. See, I... You know, I've, I've gone there and there's there's only a few outlets where, like in Ventura, you have to show up every day until they, you know, so you show up for like five days straight or four days straight and then they kick you loose. So on that one, the closest I got, I think I was an alternate and uh, maybe in two days it was uh, a no-go and, and they, they settled or whatever. But I was on a jury and it was a, a drug charge on some guy. And I've come to the conclusion, our jury system's so screwed up that you really need, you have to have professional jurors because everybody brings their baggage, including myself. I mean, I, you know, everybody has your own baggage. And I was on this case and this guy had, he he was accused of having crack cocaine on him. Okay. It was caught on him. So like- It could happen. Yeah. You know, I've always had accidentally crack, you know, thrown on my lap somehow. But so this, this guy, the defense attorney, his opening statement was, 
at no point will I say that the police planted crack cocaine on my client. That was his opening statement. Okay, because usually like in LA, they just bash the crap out of the police and it's, it's, nobody takes ownership for things that they do wrong. So I'm like, okay, this will be interesting. So I'm sitting down. I've made friends because I'm so sociable. Of course. So now I have my new best friend from the jury duty. And, you know, as the, as the case is going on, we're going out to lunch. That's where I met, uh, where we went to Ranch Barbecue, which I introduced to Virginia later on. It's in Van Nuys. Oh yeah. We love Ranch Barbecue. Yeah. So you know, I've gone there, we're talking about different things, she's a professional businesswoman, and we're just clicking. And, you know, the case is going, and I'm diligently taking notes of everything that's being said, I'm listening to everybody's stuff, and and so forth. And the testimony, in my personal opinion, when it came to the defense, was just a whole crock of crap. And I'm like, well, no, just listen to everything. So you listen to the police side, you listen to the defense side, we go into the jury room, and... um, Wait, 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 let me guess, let me guess, let me guess. Type A personality over here, you became the jury foreman. Yeah. So they have me as the foreman. So I'm like, okay, no problem. And I thought, you know, let's see if we can just knock this thing out. Because to me, it's a no-brainer. The guy's guilty. Let's go home. Guilty. Well, you know, he's guilty. We'll go to Humphrey's yogurt. We'll get some frozen yogurt. We'll call it a day and I'll go to work the next day. We bonded. Right. And this whole case, this is the best thing, is the case was supposed to last, they said, maybe four days and you're done. So this is about this guy getting caught with crack cocaine. Basically, I, I guess the police saw him in a drug neighborhood and they saw someone that he was probably buying the crack from. The, the, the dealer runs off. They follow the police car and it goes for, you know, like four or five blocks as he's as he's crunching up the crap thinking he's getting rid of it. The You know, the police pull him over and he's steps out of the car and the crack was in the creases of his pants and it falls down right then and there. So it's a no-brainer. The defense was that the guy that was in his window, and it's like a big, huge Cadillac, and um, the guy was asking him for a cigarette so he could put the crack cocaine in and, and smoke a Primo. So this whole thing, because I've never done drugs, I'm fascinated with this. The cocaine, the crack, the whatever. I'm so excited about it because I'm, I'm learning. I'm fascinated that you know what a Primo is. Well, I learned it on the case. Oh. I was very excited. So... And here's the other neat thing is, is they had the evidence of the crack, and I've never seen crack before. It's a yellow, like, nasty-looking rock. Yeah, it's It's gross. really disgusting. Yeah. So, but I never saw it, so I was very excited. So the whole defense was the guy was asking for a cigarette when he saw the police, you know, even though he didn't throw it overhand, that he lobbed the size of a Cadillac, and it just happened to land in this guy's lap. And He's, that's how the crack... good aim. Yeah. So, I mean, I can understand if he was bobbing on his knob in his lap. That, you know, maybe the, 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 the crack, you know, fell out of this guy's pocket. So so he's got the crack in his pants, and he has like a super glue bottle, I guess is what they put it in. You know, like the just the, the container, not the not the, the tube itself, but the yeah, container. Right, right, I understand. And when the police tested it, it showed up positive with drugs. So I'm thinking, God, this is like a no-brainer. I'm so gone. I'm out of here. This is great. I'll go hang out with my new friend for the rest of the day. We'll go shopping. As soon as the we, we closed the door, I said, okay, so let's do a quick thing. Guilty or innocent? The first thing out of one of the ladies who said, you know, during her questioning, oh, I have no issues. I can be impartial, whatever. First thing out of her mouth was, the fucking police planted the crack on that that man. Nice, nice. And I looked at her, and at this point, because I'm so patient and easygoing and I'm not high strung, I looked at her, I go, where the fuck were you during the opening lines? The, the attorney said this. So I shamed her, so she shut up. So I'm sure I closed that door. And then my best friend, the, the, this, this woman that I totally loved and bonded with was, no, I, I think that the uh, guy accidentally, you know, he threw it in there. You know, some homeless guy threw the, the drugs in this guy's lap. Some homeless person who doesn't have any money, who scored some, co- some crack, finally just tosses it into a car window because. Yeah, exactly. And it was just so insane. And this went on. So here it is. You know, it was supposed to be like one day we discuss it. Now we're into a full week. And as we leave, I mean, we were getting so heated. 
that the um, gosh, what do you call it? The uh, the sheriff or whatever the heck you call it, the, de- the deputy. The deputy comes in, knocks on the door, and says, "Hey, you guys need to keep it down." As we leave to go have lunch, they're now trying. I'm not saying that drugs aren't a real crime, and this guy was totally guilty. But there's a murder child, a murder trial with a kid that was killed is what's being tried now in that courtroom. And I, you know, and I'm I'm sticking my guns. There's no way I'm going to say this guy's acquitted. And I'm like, you know, this sucker is like a three striker, is what I was telling the, the the lady that was my friend. And she's like, no, you don't understand. I mean, well educated, masters, so forth. I don't know what her problem was. She couldn't get past that that this guy actually had the drugs on him, and. It, it literally divided, and nobody could agree on anything. It ends up being a hung jury. We couldn't agree. It went on for, like I said, well over a week, and it was supposed to be like a four-day thing. So seven days. A week? Yes. I would have slipped my wrists. Yeah. it was, But it was so bad is that, I mean, certain things were, you know, like, okay, what are you guys hung up on? So I bring in the, uh, the stenographer. So she starts reading back things, and they're like, oh, he never said that. I'm like, yes, he did. So I bring the, the court st- stenographer's just making it up. She's just doing yeah, that no, little no, no, shorthand. No, 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 no. Well, they didn't remember because I had it in my notes. I was very diligent. So I bring the stenographer back in because you're able to request her. So she reads it. So she reads, you know, and he did X, Y, and Z, which is what I said. And I go, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. My, my, I, I, can you say that again? I didn't hear you. I made her repeat that four times, and finally they go, okay, Roxanne, we get it. Wow, you have to be a snot even in the jury room. Oh, totally, because they're stupid. This guy was guilty. But it ends up being a hung jury. The judge never, you know, sent us something going, well, are you sure you can't get along? Because he's heard us yelling for the last... The, the trial is like three days. He hears us yelling for four days. He knows this is not going anywhere. And then the judge told us that, you know, if you want, you can uh, talk to the attorneys uh, afterwards because they, they would love to ask you questions. If you don't want to, you don't have to talk to the attorneys. So I'm like bypassing the, the defense attorney because I think he's a total sleaze bag. So I go find the uh, the district attorney. So I find, you know, the little deputy district attorney. I'm like, okay, you made a mistake with this, 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 and this. And I go, and another question. And this is when my best friend walks up. I go, is that guy a three striker? And she's like, yeah, he's being tried on this and he got arrested for something else on top of that. So no matter what, sooner or later. So I'm like, see, I told you this guy's a three striker lying sack of shit. Needless to say, we didn't exchange numbers and I don't have a friend anymore. But yeah, you it's lost stressful, that man. It's so stressful. And, and that's why you need to have professionals because everybody gets involved. No, you know what? That is why I cannot be on a jury because those people, I would just, I would be so pissed off and angry and yelling. I mean, I would just be so over it. I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Well, you've got more patience than I do. So maybe I can't, you... not for a week of that bullshit. No, there's no way. Oh, it was just absolutely insane. I mean, they could have a videotape of this guy doing lines and and having a three-year-old do lines with him, and they would have said, oh, no, it's trick, trick photography. But I'm going to tell you what. These are the people who are the people standing between you and a jail cell. So I hope that I never get arrested and never have to come up against the jury of my peers. Well, no, you want to have the juries of of not your peers because those people are like, oh, hell no, she didn't do anything. You'd be safe. (laughs) You can go kill someone. You'll be fine. Good to know. I'm going to go score some crack right now. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.